up here on SFM Literature, it is story time. In our documentary today, I'm going to take you on a trip to Elgin, to the wonderful vintage Airstream world of a trailer park in a forest, where you can stay and play amongst the frog song ponds and breathe in the scent of the pine trees, with some rather unexpected and innovative, if not totally wacky, input from Charlie's Bakery. So sit back and enjoy. If you look at that cupcake cushion there on the floor, that's made from a tire. You'll see all the lighting is made out of mullet and boot cell, basically, plus a whole lot of old baking equipment. Mm-hmm. Cookie cutters have been used, and she's created these amazing lamps all over the trailers. And then our chandeliers, we, we had lots and lots of fun. Oh, I forgot to tell you about Corin, what she did. Besides the lamps, she made those amazing cupcake the ceramics. Cupcakes. And you have to check out our toilet roll holder in the bathroom. We're very proud of it. Yes, old copper pipe, a few bolts. You won't believe what you can do when you don't have what you need. Yeah, have fun. Fun was the operative word at Old McDaddy's trailer park in Elgin just recently at the launch of the latest trailer designed by Charlie's Bakery, Better known really for producing outrageous cakes, but who here, headed by Jackie Beast, have turned their hand to the interior of one of a fleet of vintage American Airstream trailers. This trailer is called Love Cake. I do. And it's basically themed on a steampunk bakery. We wanted to go for a vintage bakery, but I thought that if I saw another Omar Rusks tin, I might cry. So we went for more of a deconstructing the cake mixer. And because it's sort of got a wedding-y feel to it, we thought play on words of love, cake, and I do was, was the right way to go for our steampunk revival bakery trailer. Well, punk and fun it may have been, but given that there's hardly room in the caravan to swing a hamster, never mind a cat, bit of a challenge in any decorator's book. Charlie's co-owner, who also features in the Charlie's Angels TV show, Alexandra Beast. It is very small, and it was quite challenging working in such a small space, especially with 12 different designers, all doing different parts. I think the bedroom alone has eight designers in it. So we basically worked our way down from one end to the other. Obviously, we were chopping and changing in between, but each supplier we found was working a little bit in the bedroom and then a little bit in the lounge and a bit in the kitchen. So as long as they were all sort of communicating between each other, we could fit in there quite well. And these designers were who? A lot of the designers we found at this year's Design Endeavor, actually. We arrived there with our film crew and we decided that this was going to be the place to find like the most inspirational and new designers who were willing to play. Our biggest thing in this trailer is that we... And in our, in our lives, generally, is that we play. We, there are no rules for us. So as long as we found other designers that were happy to take their medium and play. 
And they, they really did just come to us. As we said, we needed an upholsterer. So the right person, I would get a phone call and be told about an upholsterer. That was amazing. And I'd get on the phone to them or we need curtains. And all of a sudden, somebody comes up with an amazing idea for rubber curtains. So it, it really challenged people. And I think that the fact that we were getting people to challenge their own creativity meant that they wanted to come on board because I think a lot of times designers get stuck in their design and without having outside influence and people allowing them to play. We obviously gave them an idea of the look and we gave them our color references but we really did allow them to just go off and do their thing and I think that that's what they responded to and that's why we got so many incredible designers on board. I'm sorry, did she say rubber curtains? (laughs) <laughs> rubber curtains we got Rocher from a company called um, Rocher Recycle Relove to make um, she uses old tires and tubing and she cuts it down to very thin rubber and she basically created a cross stitch rubber curtain that we put onto an old metal pipe which is the steampunky look and she used different types of stitching and rubber to create um, stencils within the curtain so that the light would shine through and you'd be able to see them. It was a way of reusing and recycling and re-loving items that are otherwise go to waste. The chandeliers were our were our magic moments. Those were our bakery is so known for the fact that we have so many chandeliers in it. When we were doing the bedroom and we came up with the idea of using the pressed ceiling, the design from our pressed ceiling in the bakery as the wallpaper on the bedroom roof. We have a chandelier up on the pressed ceiling, which is what drew us to the pressed ceiling so much for the idea of the roof and the trailer. But the chandelier wasn't quite coming out in a photo as well as we'd hoped that it would. And in the last week, we we got hold of a frame, an empty chandelier frame that had been wired. And I went off to a bead shop and we just found beads in the right colors and old icing nozzles and cogs and little cake mixes. Everything that had to do with baking and pretty fun cakey stuff. We did two chandeliers for this trailer. One of them was more the the soft, pretty bakery vibe. It has all of the traditional bride and groom cake toppers actually hanging off it. And the other one was going for more of the steampunky, using the metallic colors, using old icing nozzles and different metals to bring out beautiful, soft, pretty of baking. Right next to Love Cakes I Do is a second trailer that incredibly is smaller still. Our baby trailer here is a look inside the cake box. It's a riot of color. It's bringing in everything we loved. We have a huge rainbow panel of seven different colored icing bags, which end up with the icing nozzles over the window, which when you take a photograph of it, turns into a psychedelic, amazing vision. Underneath the rainbow are a whole row of beautiful birthday candles with flames, and the amazing Mac One, our graffiti artist, did this rainbow for us. The bed of the baby trailer looks like our cake box. It's pink and white stripes coming up above you and below you. And we have a giant queen-size bed here, which is covered in a headboard with all sorts of images of cupcakes and hearts and daisies and giant gingerbread men who are all here to make you feel like you are really, really, really hungry. In a trailer or in a caravan, we had these straight pieces against the wall which were back seats and we thought 
we don't want to take them off. What do they look like? And late one night, they became birthday candles. And we had this incredible company, Fab Fabrics, who came in, and they upholstered each of the candles, and they made us our giant mattresses, and they turned them into candles for us in our zany colors. But really, how did a bunch of bakers get to be decorating a trailer in the first place? Over a year ago, I came here to Old Mac Daddy with my family for a weekend. And sitting at the pool, I met Jody Arfrichtig, the owner of Old Mac Daddy and the Biscuit Mill, with his family at the pool. And it was a complete meeting of minds. We run our businesses and our brands in very much the same way, with a touch of irreverence and lots of fun. And at that stage, Jody told us he'd been wanting us to decorate one of his trailers for years, and somehow we just missed each other all that time. And the invitation was granted. We've spent many more weekends out here at my Old Mac Daddy, and we've decorated these two trailers as part of our TV show, Charlie's Cake Angels. We've just finished filming season two, and it's going to be out there soon. So you're going to be able to watch exactly how we created all this crazy in both of these trailers and how much fun and how much blood, sweat, and tears and passion went into creating these trailers. They were an extension of who we are and what we love. Alex, Karen, and I work really well creatively together. Nothing was ever put down on paper. We just talked it and argued it and fell in love with this project and had the best, best fun. At the event to launch this handmade cookie trailer, owner Jody Afritung also spoke and gave his version of how it happened. Jackie, you and your team, thanks so much. I guess it was about a year ago that we were sitting around the pool and I was up here with my family and I heard my daughter in the pool splashing and going crazy. I thought, what the hell's going on down there? And I went down and she was playing in the pool with Jackie and, and the girls. And uh, when I got down there and got to know you, I guess it's not often in life that you instantly connect with someone. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the first time in a long time that this happened. We instantly connected, but as Jackie said, I've been after these beautiful girls for years now. When we uh, first started our daddy brand, we tried to get them involved right at the start. It didn't work out for many reasons, but uh, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, look where we are today. So we're delighted. It's, uh, it's not easy what they did. Confined spaces, you're under lots of time pressure. You stick wallpaper on that doesn't stick properly, and you've got to restick it, so it's a very difficult job. And uh, besides the time pressure, you had a camera crew following you, and you were trying to run a business and make a living. But I think um, what's really blended us together is I think that we put very similar brands in a brand ethos. I mean, your team just likes to have fun, and I think that energy sort of sits around you, and I believe in that, and I think we'll be here for a long time. And for me, really, the the highlight was at the biscuit mill when we launched the little caravan. We thought we'd opened up, launched the little caravan, and the girls came along. But not just to launch the caravan, you arrived with like 15 cakes, and we sold slices of cake, and we sold out, actually. And we raised money for rape crisis, and, you know, just that caring about others, I was really, really appreciated that. So it meant a lot, so I'm very grateful for that. But cakes and care aside, how did Old Mac Daddy come together in the first place? Well, later in the evening, sitting peacefully next to a frog-filled pond in front of the main building, Jody gave me the background. This idea started quite a few years ago, even before I built the granddaddy in town. I always wanted to build a trailer park out in the countryside. And when I got given this opportunity, I guess it was about four years ago, to build this camp, I took a drive out here one day and 
the surrounding beauty just struck me. It's absolutely magical out here. And I thought I have to build a trailer park out in Elgin. It was a difficult project. Um, we had to find the trailers, find them in America, get them out here, get them up the slopes. We had different artists design and decorate the interiors. And, of course, we were trying to do everything in an environmentally conscious way. In fact, we've just had our guest number 20,000, so we're delighted with that. It's turned out to be a wonderful project. But he does make the point that this is not trailer trash, but trailer flash. It's an upmarket trailer park. I think it's fun to stay in the trailers. In America, they call them trailers. We call them caravans out in South Africa. And we bought them out from America. And I just think for me, camping or staying in a, in a caravan or trailer, it reminds me of youth, a time when you were guilt-free, life was fun, you had all your dreams and ambitions ahead of you, and you could just go back a little bit to that time. So uh, I wanted to build the type of place where I would want to stay when I was a little boy. So nostalgic in some respects, but what about its environmental friendliness? I guess not from a commercial perspective, because I think we all know in our hearts it's the right thing to do. And I've got four young children, and I want to leave a world for them. I guess as simple as that. And we're in a unique position in, in hospitality and, tu- and hospitality and tourism in that I have the opportunity to educate guests. If they can just take back a little bit of what we show them, I'll be absolutely delighted. So we used second-hand caravans. Uh, we used recycled materials wherever possible. We planted 3,500 Kuchelberg indigenous fanbos in the area. Uh, we removed alien vegetation. We've got drip irrigation. We've got photovoltaic cells which run LED lighting around the camp. We used organic and biodegradable soaps and shampoos. Uh, all our food and produce we try by within 10 kilometers, sometimes up to 15 kilometers from the lodge. We try and only employ locally to uplift the local community. And we try and educate our guests about what we're doing just to take back. They can't do everything. It's not easy, but just a little bit. And then slowly we can change the world and have a world. But high ideals like these must inevitably come with challenges. It was very, very difficult. Firstly, I wanted to build a caravan park. I had to go to America and find the caravans, their collector's items. So I couldn't find anyone to part with them. Eventually, I heard of a farmer in northern Ohio. I went to northern Ohio and I crisscrossed across the top of Ohio and found this farmer. Eventually got to know him and I purchased um, the caravans from him. And then I came back to South Africa and realized you needed an import permit to bring second-hand caravans to South Africa. So ITAC, the Institute of Trade and Commerce in Pretoria, applied for an import permit and I was rejected 17 times. So I had 17 rejections, and eventually on application number 18, I was successful. Uh, so I brought the caravans over. Then I couldn't find a – I'm going back all the way to the start now. I couldn't find a shipping container that they fitted into because they don't fit into containers. So I found a ship, and I wanted to – I actually wanted to get a ship that was coming back empty from America just to take the whole eco-conscious level to the nth degree. So we found um, the Roro ship that drops off the C-class Mercs in America and comes back empty, and we put our caravans on that. Then I got them here, and then we had to try and get them up the slopes. And that was a challenge in itself because there was nothing here. There was no power. There was no electricity. Luckily, we had fresh water, which is fantastic, but everything else we created. Step one was removing the alien vegetation. Step two was getting uh, the caravans up to their locations. Of course, they'd first been designed and decorated by local artists. Not an easy task, but the most amazing project, one of the best I've worked on. What was here, though, before the trailers moved in? 
it's not um, arable land, so it can't be used for agricultural purposes. Of course, the pine trees make the soil very acidic, but luckily we're on the border of the Kuchelberg Nature Reserve, so there's a high seed bank in the area. But we had special Kuchelberg fanbos, because fanbos is not fanbos. This is a specific fanbos to the area, and we're in a protected buffer zone, and the biosphere, which we're on the border of, is very, very important. So we had special fanbos grown for this area, and we planted 3,500 fanbos trees. It's taken a good two to three years, but now it's established. It just looks beautiful. And we will continue to plant uh, indigenous trees and remove aliens where, where practically possible. But it takes time. You can't clear everything on day one, otherwise it will co- cause erosion. So we have a strategy in place to do that over time. And just going back to the fun bit, what was it, I wondered, that he'd asked of the designers? I gave the artists, being the designers, a blank canvas. Their canvas was a caravan, and they created a lot of this magic. But what I did is I put it out to tender. I had 62 proposals. I then invited the public to come and choose which artists would they like to design and decorate the caravans. And then, of course, there were guidelines. Uh, I said to the artists, you can do whatever you want in the caravans, but provided it's not offensive and you can't do the bed. Because if someone sleeps in a crazy caravan or something that's a little bit up there, at the end of the day, they need to sleep, and they need to sleep comfortably. So the duvets... The beds was mine, the rest belonged to the artists. Well, me, I was lucky enough to stay in one of these crazy luxury trailers, the one they called The Dream, which was in fact a bit like staying on the inside of a, of a soft forest. Beautiful. Sarah Pratt, who actually did a caravan for, together with us on the roof of the Granddaddy, she created The Dream, and that's after Rousseau's painting, which is actually in the Museum of Modern Art, the original Dream. You might see it in the caravan, the actual painting. Sarah lived out here for three to four months on her own eating pro neutro painting that hand painting that caravan it is just spectacular feels like you're floating i thought initially it might be quite intense but when you wake up it actually feels like you've gone to a different place in your mind and you will sleep so well it's a magical caravan and indeed it was i slept like a fledgling in its nest woken only the next morning by a bird song in a sylvan setting but what's the future for old MacDaddy? Well, we need to continue to maintain the standards. We need to build it up. Uh, This area is becoming very popular with mountain bikers. So we're opening up mountain biking trails. And we do want to build a phase two. Phase two, I want to do complete eco-units. So they need to generate their own power through photovoltaic cells. They need to um, harvest their own rainwater and be completely self-contained units. We're waiting for permissions. It's quite a process. But I hope to start phase two in the next year or two. Another big part of what I'm doing at Old Mac Daddy is I'm, I'm trying to break the lodge down into micro-businesses. This is a new concept of mine. It hasn't really been tested before. So I want to make the laundry the business, the restaurant and bar is a business, the housekeeping is a business, the mountain biking a business. Because I think that if you have a lodge that's broken down into 11 micro-businesses, my philosophy is it will self-regulate and it's not going to need expensive management. And in South Africa, management can take up to 40% of the costs of big companies. They may not like this, but I think if, if everyone had a little vested interest, you're not going to need these big costs. I haven't got it right yet. We're tweaking it and working on it, but that's part of uh, the future plans for Old Mac. Just to empower and uplift the local community. When you've got your own business and when, when you create something and when you're making money, it's just so inspiring. And it can change your life and your community and your family and everyone around you. So that excites me when people are uplifted. Sitting under a pitch-black, star-studded sky with a background hum of the wild and a warm breeze playing in the trees, it, I have to say it all began to feel and sound a lot like utopia to me. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful, as long as we have lots of fun. I've just got three things that I want. Must be fun, a lot of fun, must be commercially feasible, otherwise it, it peters out in the end, and it must be honest. 
And if we can do those three and everyone has a good time, I'm happy. I don't need all the money in the world. There's enough for everyone. So let's share it and let's create something. And if it's fun for Jody and the guests, it seems it's not half a bad place to work either. Since like here also it's nice for me, good for soul searching and I've met lots of people and I'm like I'm enjoying it. I'm happy when people also come and seeing them being happy as well. Even though it's an hour drive but I didn't have that chance. But now like I've discovered that this is a place that people love also if they are tired of this noise in the city, they like coming here and the the things that they find here is the things that they've never expected. Because here also we do have lots of activities as well. We do have these mountain bikes which people rent. We do have also fishing rods. We got few like two dams here. We do have uh, like base like fish inside that trailer. But at the moment we want the cash and release basis. We got a nature walk up the mountain and this side we got the playroom also for kids but we we did put a table tennis for adults. Like if they want to go for, uh, like, let's say quad biking, let's say waterfall swimming, something like that. we got places around us, maybe like 10 minutes drive, then we, we connected them, then they go there, then they come back also here. We've got a swimming pool, yeah. Kenny Peluso has been working at OMD since it began some years ago. And in that time, has he become a fisherman himself, perhaps? Yeah, myself, like, uh, I used to touch a fishing rod, but now I'm doing it more now here, and I'm, I'm, I'm experienced, I know what time to catch fish, or what time they are feeding, so that you can get them right there. <laughs> like, so far, I've got this other base, it was, like, very huge, like, uh, this size, something like that, yeah, that was my first, uh, actually, my second fish to catch, but they come here, kids, you see, a very little boy, but can catch a big fish here, which is, other adults can go there, but they can't catch it. It's all like that. <laughs> it depends on days also, like, and also the time of the day. But sometimes in the evening is the best time also to catch fish. And when also there's not so much people there, uh, people like to go there, then you'll be able to catch them. So there you have it. Fancy catching a fish or staying in a dream or even on the inside of a kickbox? Place to go is Elgin. Check it out, www.oldmacdaddy.co.za. Oldmacdaddy.co.za. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that trip into, uh, into Elgin in the forest of Elgin for a little bit of a taste of adventure at Old MacDaddy's Trailer Park. Once again, www.oldmacdaddy.co.za. Check it out.